Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone live today at the warehouse 1825 south 300 west price is so low to blow your mind we do have gear left but it is going quickly i would recommend you get down here uh great job on sounds the week right there from austin brought to you by friends at the utah jazz a limited number of upper bowl tickets are available for tomorrow night's game against the magic call or text 801-355-DUNK do it now and purchase tickets to go see the game uh, somebody who will be there at the game, uh, as she is every game. Uh, let's get out to the zone phone now. Joining us, uh, she works for AT&T Sportsnet. She is Kristen Kinney. Uh, what's going on, Kristen? How are you? Hey, guys. Good to hear from you. Well, we appreciate you uh, jumping on with us. Um, talk a little bit, I guess, uh, since we haven't had you on for a couple of weeks, Kristen, talk about kind of the way this Jazz team is rolling. We can get into specifics about that final game against Memphis, but how they've put it back together to go on a little streak here. Yeah, I think the team has been awesome. It's been so fun to see them really turn things around. I know there was some struggles before All-Star break and a few games after All-Star break. We were concerned about the slippage on defense, I mean, it had dropped significantly um, from where it had been during that hot stretch in the first half of the season. And so the guys recognized that and I think really took it to heart and realized, hey, we got to tighten things up. Um, one of the things, too, we got to factor in is that from February 24th to March 24th, I'm not trying to make excuses, but when you only have one home game <laughs> during that stretch, uh, it's really difficult, right? So you're going to expect some slippage here and there. Nobody's perfect. But I just think um, they've pushed through. It shows their resiliency and focus. And now on both ends of the floor, they're top three, uh, as I reported last game, offensive and defensive rating, um, which is championship material. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting that you say that because Jake and I have had that same exact discussion. <laughs> Remember when we talked about that early, Jake? And we were saying if they are ranked in the top five in both of those both sides of the ball, that is championship material. Well said, Kristen. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no That's argument the there. Said. You heard Steve Kerr say it, right? And the only team to have done that, this is one of the stories I did out of break last game, um, the only team to have done that in both a top three d- defensive and offensive rating, uh, the Warriors when they won the title, and then the Warriors again when they won the title. So, And Steve Kerr pointed that out. He's talked about that before, that you have to be a top five and you have to be top five defensive and offensive rating. Um, and the Jazz remind him of where the Warriors were three to five years ago. So I, this team has it for sure. And look at the superstars, too, and just really stepping up big time when it, when it matters most. Rudy, Donovan, unbelievable. Can I follow up on that about Donovan? Because, Kristen, you watch these games very closely. What is it that's different about Donovan this season uh, as opposed to last season? Because I think there are little significant steps that he's taking 
that that both both from a physical standpoint and from a mental standpoint, uh, you know, scary flights aside, you know, mm-hmm. as far as what what he's doing, the way he's leading this team is different. It really is different. I think he's made a concerted effort to have better starts. He's talked about that. And you always hear, you know, the guys, when you ask what do you attribute that to, the first word they're usually going to say is, oh, man, I'm just more aggressive, right? That's the the buzzword, the key word. Um, But he really is. He's taken it into his own hands, made it a priority. And so for me, what stands out, if you look at the last handful of games, the starts that he's had. So you compare that when I think before he was just averaging about five points or so in the first half, and we knew him as a second-half player. Um, People have criticized his hero ball, yada, yada. Um, And he always has been that guy that you can rely on down the stretch. But what about from the the jump? And you see that point production double over the last handful of games. And he's really focused on that part of his game. And I think having – a more more strong starts and consistent play through all four quarters. And that, to me, is, is what really is key. And you talk to his teammates like a Jordan Clarkson who said, we go as he goes. So when he starts like that, we follow. It gets us rolling. And that's, that's, that's a mentality thing, right? Like knowing, okay, I've got to come out, and I, I can't just play from behind, you know, and, and play the hero ball that he's, we, people have criticized him for. Um, but that's also who he is too, right? So you don't want to, to um, knock him down for that because he is that guy. You want that guy that can, like, show up in those big moments, right, and, and drain that crucial clutch three. Um, but he's just added that other layer to his game of being that guy who's starting strong. And to me, that's the, the difference maker. Kristen, this is a, a personal curiosity question. But uh, as you know, uh, we air all of the post-game media availability uh, after every game uh, here on the Zone Sports Network. And you are on all of those because I hear your wonderful questions all the time. Uh, I, and I'm curious, do you have a favorite interview on the Jazz right now? You know, um, by the way, I got to say, it's really, sometimes it's really hard to ask questions when you're playing the same way over and over. It's like, how do I ask the same question again and again? You probably experienced <laughs> that too. But um, yep. so I would say. I always love talking to I mean, the guys are so Rudy's been great this year. Actually, he's been really good. Um, I always love Mike Conley, his poise. Um, Donovan's very honest this year in particular. He's, he's hit me right back with like, KK, you know what? Like this is how it is. Um, so he gives me a great interview. George is so funny. Um, man, I used to say George was the funniest for sure. But I think I really appreciated Donovan's um, authenticity this year in his answers. Um, and Rudy as well. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to those guys. And, of course, always Mike Conley. Kristen, what do you think of the story about the Jazz with their difficulty on their flight to Memphis? Uh, this was when Jake and I first heard about it. We, on the one hand, we thought it was kind of you know, funny, the whole bird thing and all that. But the more mm-hmm. we found out about it, the scarier it got. What was your reaction and what what's your reaction to what the player's reaction has been? Yeah, I absolutely feel for them. I am usually on the flights. Um, our broadcast team normally would be on that plane uh, if it wasn't for COVID and all the new changes. But you you hear something like that and especially – 
there's a genuine fear of flying, and, you know, Donovan has expressed that. It's no secret. Um, and that's a traumatizing experience. And I'm actually shocked, you know, that they even got on the plane again and, and made it to that game just because of the, how traumatizing that is. So, um, and then even got the win, right, and pushed through. So that just speaks to the, the way that they're able to overcome that adversity. Um, that's scary. Uh, I feel for them. I was thinking of them and checked in, you know, with several members of the coaching staff. And it, it's just I wouldn't want to be in that position. And thank, thank goodness everyone's okay. Uh, but that's something that Coach said, you know, it's not just going to go away soon, right? You're probably going to feel that for a little bit, and especially now the team's home, um, but then they get back on the road Sunday. So, you know, it's, it's tough. I'm just so grateful that everyone was safe and the pilots are so skilled and trained and landed them safely. So with all of that and, and Donovan Mitchell not being with the team, how impressive was, uh, was it to you for them to go out and get a win? I think it was so meaningful. Um, it uh, spoke to the, the grit and Quinn, I, Quinn did reference that, um, that's a lot to to handle and to show up in the way they showed up and then to have uh, that Memphis team push back uh, and then to recover from that, you know, in the fourth quarter and down the stretch. Uh, the mental fortitude is, is something that stands out. Um, Got to give the guys a lot of credit. And, man, that would have been really tough. And then to get back on the plane and come home. So, uh, yeah, it's a – it was a huge win for them and just really proud of the guys, uh, especially just knowing that, like I said, you know, being usually a part of the team and around the team and on the flights. And I just really am proud of what they were able to do um, despite everything that they went through and just hope that, you know, everybody's, um, you know, mentally okay from that and they'll move forward and be in a good space. So, Kristen, the Jazz started the season great. They, they had that uh, that little hiccup there uh, around the All Star break, uh, and then they've uh, they've come back strong again. We talked about their high rating at both ends of the floor, best record in the NBA. If you were to pick out one thing that you think they need to improve upon and need to focus on down the last 25 games uh, in the season before the playoffs, it, what, what would you, what would you uh, select? Yeah, that's a good, such a great question, Gordon. I think there's been conversations about really guarding fast, quick, athletic guards, like a Russell Westbrook. Um, I think that's probably the area that stands out um, and just, seeing how the guys do adjust to that. So we've seen this team do really well at adjusting to different coverages. Um, and when shots aren't falling, the defense has to pick it up. So I just think that that's, that's been a, you know, the fast, quick guards, athletic guards have been a challenge at times. So really seeing, you know, how we approach those situations. And then offensively, you know, we are being thrown so many different coverages. You look at what's happening now to Jordan Clarkson and the scouting reports on him, and he went through a little rough patch. Of course, bogey um, with his slump as well. But, you know, adjusting to all of that, they're going to get things thrown at them now and scouted differently and more aggressively and, you know, finding ways to still do what they do, right, uh, at a high level and to success, um, limiting those turnovers 
still playing the way that they want to play with the pass, breaking the paint, kicking it out. Um, so, so those those kind of things, I think. And um, as the the level of intensity and the level of scouting continues to increase. Kristen, last thing from me, and and I'm really just bringing this up to to pay you a compliment, and I hope you don't feel pressure to to take this in any direction you don't want to. But um, uh, mental health awareness mm-hmm. is 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 a big deal, and I saw online that uh, you you broke down some personal barriers mm-hmm. to kind of get your story out there and let people know that you know they're they're not alone and that mental health is a is a huge deal. And I just wanted to pay you a compliment. I was really moved by it. I, th- I thought it was really, really an, uh, amazing. And I, I compliment you on, on being comfortable enough to, to let people know they're not alone. I thought that was really awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's, uh, for those listening that, that don't know, it's, it's been something that's really hard for me to address and talk about, obviously, because of the stigma associated with mental health. And you know, during the pandemic, it was brought to the forefront, several of my, my issues there and I was recently diagnosed as bipolar. People hear that. They go, oh, my God, she's crazy. Um, but, you know, so so many people uh, are living with that. And um, it's important to talk about, especially as times are you know so challenging and we're facing so much adversity in life. And for me, there's a, a there was World Bipolar Day on Tuesday. So I wanted to talk about that. I'm a part of discussions on Clubhouse and having a weekly Clubhouse room called hello low where we talk about exactly that the lows of life and it's really amazing to get vulnerable and people are craving it people are wanting to talk about it you're not alone with what you're navigating and dealing with and you know it's important to address these things especially right now so that's that's the reason i i chose to announce it um and yeah it's a challenge you know living with it and is a challenge but it also is a strength as well so yeah, thank well, you for bringing your, that up. Your your message was amazing, Kristen. Like I said, I, w- I was moved by it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think you're helping some people putting that out into the world. And that that I know that, you know, just watching it, I know that wasn't easy for you. And I, I can't imagine. And I just I just think it was so cool. So thanks for talking about thank it. Thank you. You're all making me cr- getting uh, emotional here. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, hey, hey, can I second what Jake is saying? Because I've known some people who have had whatever, I mean, different kinds of, there are different uh, aspects to mental health, but we have got to get to the point where we get rid of that stigma you were talking about, Mm -hmm. Kristen. I mean, it is no different than any physical condition of any kind. Mm -hmm. It just needs to be handled, uh, addressed, uh, uh, worked on, treated, and move forward. You know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. that, that whole thing, what you said about, I'm not crazy, man, that, I mean, it makes you chuckle, but it's like a knife to the heart a little bit, you know? I mean, people need to become more and more aware of what this is, Mm -hmm. not only so that those who are getting some, uh, are addressing it properly, they they get that, but also that people who, who find out that they're being treated some way or another don't take it the wrong way, you know? I mean... It's it just needs to be emphasized over and over and over again. It, it doesn't. When I was on the clubhouse groups and conversations, there's hundreds of people all around the world chiming in, sharing their similar experiences and stories. And so it's it, you know it's a real thing and affects a lot of people from all over the world. And you know if if we collectively come together to better understand it, you know we can 
know, feel better, right, and, and move forward, like you're saying, in the positive direction instead of trying to hold it in. Um, and it, it's a big – it's healing to be able to discuss and talk about it and be open yeah. and honest. Good. Good. Well, Kristen, thank you very much for, for not only that message but all the great jazz information, and thanks for what you do when coming on the show today. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you both. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. Kristen Kinney, our friend from AT&T Sportsnet. And uh, I, I, I was kind of on the fence about bringing that up, uh, Gordon, but I, I'm really glad that I did with her because it was, it was very touching uh, online. And uh, I thought she just had some really great things to say right there, and uh, I'm happy she chose to do so. Well, I didn't see that, but I'm going to go directly to it you should. Uh, as soon as I can. Yeah, you should. Because I, I have known people through the years who have had all kinds of different things that they had to deal with. And, and this whole idea, this, uh, this stigma that's attached to it sometimes, what that does is it drives people into isolation, and then, then nothing is done about it that can help. And that's the worst thing that can happen, you know? Yep. So I'm really glad that you uh, said that to her because uh, everybody needs to needs to understand that. All of us need to understand it better so that we can handle it appropriately yep. and and handle those who are handling it appropriately. But I'm I'm it was it was great and and I'm certainly this sounds weird to say but but proud of her for putting that out there because it's going to do a lot yeah. of good. Uh, okay, we are here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. I'm I'm signaling to Clayton. We've got to get the world famous Clayton on the air right now. But things are bumping here at the warehouse, Gordon. A lot of folks coming down grabbing jazz gear and then uh, sticking around to take advantage of of what they've got going on here. And that's the best deals on the planet. Look at this. Look at people coming in. I love There's it. There's a lot of people. It. Sorry, I'm. No, you're I was, busy. I was it's busy. good. Being busy is good. Uh, Clayton with us uh, now. People coming in and taking advantage of this stuff. I think it's because you're, you're, you're um, mm, undercutting your already incredibly <laughs> low prices, Clayton. We just got to make space, Jake. And, and, you know, in these times of COVID, when you can get product on your hands, make it happen and do what you have to do. And, you know, so that means our customers save and our listeners get some good deals. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Where do we want to go now? Let's go to beds. Let's do it. All right. I want to talk about adjustable beds, obviously. The bread and butter. That's our bread and butter. If you've been listening to the show forever, you know that if you've been thinking about an adjustable bed, we're definitely the guys that come to come see and, and, and walk you down that, that aisle. And I call it an aisle because sleep is so important, Jake. And if you're not getting it right and you're not doing it right, like, come on. Let's re- let's re- let's rethink some things and 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 put some put some emphasis on on some parts of your life that are really important. That's rest and sleep. And I'm a really really big believer in sleep. And I know that I've shared this information before on the show. But I was a collegiate athlete, and there was never a season that I missed. I, I played two sports. So I I ran cross country, I did track, and I also was a soccer player. I never missed a game. I never missed a practice in my collegiate career because. I was always so focused on sleep. During the season, I wouldn't. It would. I would, there was not a night that I wouldn't get less than seven hours. It didn't matter if it was Friday night and the biggest party and all the girl, cute girls were going to be there. You were disciplined. I had to be. I had to get sleep because I knew I'd be sick. And it's it's just a testament now that now fast forward. You know now I'm selling beds. If you've got an old bad situation of a mattress, get rid of it. Pay the twenty or whatever forty dollar fee it is at the dump. Dump it. Come here and give us a chance. You know, we'll get you into a good mattress. And if you're 
if you're looking for an adjustable bed, I have awesome deals. And just really quick, I'm going to talk about the queens because I only have eight of them left. We've been doing the, the, the different employee deals, and I have eight of them left, Jake. And it's so important to take advantage of this because I don't have queen bases like this. I don't have queen adjustable bases at the price that I have them for. But if you – just to imagine, right, I have a queen adjustable base and mattress for $9.99. And that's a five-zoned individual pocketed coil memory foam 14-inch mattress that normally the mattress alone is $9.99. I'm giving you the adjustable base, which means the head goes up, the feet goes up, and it's Bluetooth compatible with that price of the mattress only at $9.99. Wow, that is amazing. I also have two other mattresses if you're like, because let's be honest, in the mattress world, it's like Goldilocks. A little too firm, a little too soft, right. just right. You come in, check it out. I have two other mattresses that I can go $8.99 at that base price as well with two other mattresses. So come in, see Uncle Clayton, see Allie, see me. We'll have this deal through the weekend. I'll even keep it through Monday. Sweet. Queen adjustable base, $8.99 or $9.99, depending on the mattress. Let's get Boom. it done. 1825 South, 300 West. Come on by and see us. Thank you, Clayton. Thank you, guys. It's The Warehouse. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. 97.5 and 1280 is on live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Come take advantage of deals that will blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Want to remind you as well about the bold new lineup at Jerry Signer Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac at Jerry Signer Cadillac. You can shop your way and get a piece of luxury you deserve. Stop by and test drive one today. Jerry Signer Cadillac. Gordo, uh, you want to notch another couple items off the list? Yeah, uh, let me start with this one. Did you see this story that Kevin Durant uh, apparently has been fined by the NBA $50,000 for uh, a social exchange uh, on uh, the interwebs? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. I mean, I, we can't really describe the back and forth because it was pretty aggressive. It was really and, aggressive, but it was also yeah. private communication. I don't know. Does that does that sway your your thought process in the manner at all? Um, I, I, I you know I really don't know the answer to that, Jake. I'll, you know, obviously the NBA was disturbed. I would. I mean, listen. I don't think anybody listening would would endorse anybody saying anything like Kevin Durant said publicly. And I thought his apology was was weak sauce at best. Well, it was a non-apology, but right. he didn't. I mean, it was personal correspondence between he and somebody he had a relationship with. I mean, there are different laws in different states that go to making that sort of thing public, and I suppose we all should <laughs> assume it could be made public at any time when we communicate, but 
I don't know. I, I, I can't decide if that uh, changes the way I feel about it or also at what the NBA's jurisdiction really is. I mean, are they finding him to show how mad they are? I mean, I don't know. He didn't break any laws. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's one of those fuzzy areas in the NBA contract, right? <laughs> right, it is. So, like I said, I'm torn on it. I mean, I, I far from endorse what he had to say. And, you know, we should all probably think twice before we use that type of language, certainly. But, yes. I mean, it's not like he stood up at his post-game, you know, media availability and was like, let me tell you how I feel about this terrible right. actor, you know. Right. So, I don't know. And maybe people out there say, oh, it doesn't matter. And maybe it doesn't. I don't know. That's just where I'm kind of torn on it. Does it matter at all that it's really punitive, like 0.19% of his salary this season is what that fine equates to? Does that matter at all? Well, I think to it, me, it's just it's like, a show. It's NBA oh, well, just saying, oh, maybe. we're doing something. And they're really oh, yeah. I think they're, yeah. I think it, a lot of it yeah. is a show. Yeah, I'd agree yeah. with that. But it does – it is symbolic of a way, hey, you guys, uh, watch what you're doing out there with that stuff, you know? Even though it's relative pennies for him. True. Still 50 grand. So, anyway, uh, Jake, uh, your favorite TV star, Jen Shaw, has pleaded not guilty to fraud and money laundering. Go get him, Jen. Uh, did did she enter an official plea? I, I did not see it. Did they, uh, the Zoom court appearance go was, better this time? It was still dramatic, wasn't it, Gordon? It was. I didn't actually watch oh, it. It was a mess again. <laughs> tell tell but, us uh, all about it. Well, there were happened. echoes and, and lawyers not on mute when they thought they were on mute. And the judge was like this close to once again saying, you're all in contempt. And then he <laughs> took a breath and said, we're going to get through this. And they, she and her assistant both entered a not guilty, please. So it was a little, it was a real cluster. I guess all these Real Housewives fans logged on to the first court appearance. Yeah. And since it has to be public... That there's there's really <laughs> nothing preventing them from doing so, so I I don't know maybe they increased the bandwidth or something, but they had they had issues again, huh? Yep, that's uh I was just following it on uh, Ben Winslow's Twitter. He's doing wow. a really good job of covering it. So not guilty, not a surprise there. Do you think this is going to jack up the ratings? Yes, a thousand percent. Yes. For I those mean, supposedly know, she Jen, got arrested Jen, on Jen, camera. Jen Shaw is uh, in the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. In case you're not up to speed on this, uh, uh, Jake is very much up to speed. He watches every episode. Oh, it's amazing. And I'm going to be dialed in live for the debut of season two. It's going to be amazing. All right, I've got a movie question for Austin. And he covered it in the show last night, but I didn't get a chance to hear that. So I wanted you to recap this for our listeners Godzilla versus Kong. Any good? Uh, you know, and I don't know if Johnny's back yet uh, down there at the warehouse from the other remote, but Johnny has seen it and I haven't. And what I said, what I asked Johnny was, if I were between the age of 10, 9 and 10 or 13, would I think it was cool? And he said, yes, but uh, everyone else thinks it's really, really, really terrible. So... I think that it's one of those movies where you go out to the theater, you get your giant popcorn, your giant drink, you lay back in the nice, relaxing leather recliners like they sell at the warehouse, and uh, you, you just turn your brain off from the real, real world for a little bit. But it's not going to be anything that you're going to want to see again, I don't think. Why, are you considering watching that movie, Gordon? That doesn't really well, seem I like saw, your type I of saw, flick. I saw a review of it on ABC. 
Uh, and uh, the, the, their reviewer was, uh, he, he was rather high on it. He thought that the plot absolutely sucked. But <laughs> he said the showdown between the big fellas is not to be missed and I'm... will not disappoint. Uh, now, there might be some some uh, blowback on that from people who disagree, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I, it kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Now, you can watch this also on, on uh, what, what service is it on? Uh, uh, HBO, I think, is the one that has yeah. it, yeah. I'm just disappointed well, they they didn't get the real King Kong and the real Godzilla. They had to make computers fight each other. That's no fun. I know. I there's no chance. <laughs> well, I mean, if you get the real Godzilla and the real Kong, uh, first of all, that's going to be very expensive because they're 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 hard to to get to a contract. Yeah, and know, Jake, so you, the union is another problem with them, Jake. I, I thought the way, you were just is, talking about the cheesy suits back in the. 60s or whenever these silly movies were made yeah the first one was like from 63 right i don't know i don't i've know. never there, liked them there is no way i ever 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 see this movie and i am really surprised that it's piquing your interest gordon now wait 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 you're gonna watch real housewives of salt lake city and be a devoted fan but you're not gonna see godzilla versus Kong. Oh, i would take i would take real housewives 100 out of 100 times <laughs> First, all right. So There's let me top, ask you this question: which, which of which of those two would you root for? Godzilla or Kong? Mm-hmm. I'd root for the projector to start on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's like natural disaster. Natural disaster. Uh, I, I'd root for. I'd root for really anything. We talked about that on the show last night too, Gordon. Uh, and and I, I go with Kong. Because he has some human, uh, some human to him. He has some yeah. human elements. He he has some emotions. Godzilla is just a monster. Apparently, Kong actually reaches out uh, and empathizes with one of the human characters. Right? <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> I just like yeah. the line at the beginning of this. I saw a review on ABC, and the critic he was pretty high on it. He said the plot sucked. <laughs> okay what else is there in a movie yeah. I don't... and see and you wonder why i like the housewives because the plot is awesome oh it's nothing come but on plot. it's the plot, is, plot. I, i've never seen real housewives but the plot isn't real it's all just drunk, drunk, yeah and, and kong first godzilla is <laughs> well you don't know Maybe what do you mean i don't know God... yes i do godzilla <laughs> could be living out there under the water somewhere and kong who knows he might be hanging out in the in a on an isolated island somewhere I, beats negative. me no. no the no <laughs> negative all right so let me ask you guys this when this is this is a topic that has happened in my household when you watch a movie on your home tv do you turn the subtitles on or off am i am i watching a french film yeah. no no well, then they're off why, why i know a lot of people who want the subtitles on that want to be able to read what's being said because sometimes they don't fully hear every word no. that you can't no, I, read I, and watch at the same time i it find subtitles yeah i'm with austin i find subtitles extremely distracting 
I think you guys might be surprised at how many people like them. The the people I know that like them, Gordon, and I don't know if your family falls into this, but I, I am aware of, of people that enjoy them. But the people who I know, for the most part, who like them are, are families with small kids that make a lot of noise. <laughs> My hearing-impaired father loves them. My uncle was a big movie guy, and he liked the subtitles cause, for the reasons you're talking about, Gordon. But me, you asked us personally, and no, I find them very distracting. Hmm. All right. I, when, okay, I don't need to get too specific here, but did, did you guys hear that uh, Game of Thrones is going to be uh, made into a Broadway play? Yeah, they make everything into a broad, Broadway <sighs> play these days, Gordon. Yeah, but you if know, they do that, don't they have to have music attached to it? And how is uh, that going to work? Yeah, they'll attach music to it. They can well, attach music to it. I can't see... No, I'm having a hard time seeing Cersei break out in song. Oh, why? Why? She she's the exact type of villain that would break out into song. <laughs> oh door, oh door, oh door. Yeah. You'd be surprised what they made into musicals. I I went and saw The Bodyguard, the musical, like two years ago. Well, The Bodyguard had music in the movie. Kind of. It had that uh, Whitney Houston scene, that one hit and. You know, they threw some other music in there. Let me put it that way. Well, she was a she was a musical performer. I'm just saying they could do they make musicals out of everything these days. That's all I'm yeah. telling you. All right. Well, and then and then finally, this I wanted to get this out there. It is Good Friday. Are you guys uh, big Easter, uh, Austin? Do you do that at your house? I mean, what what do you do to uh, celebrate Easter? Uh, we really didn't do much until we had a, a child, and now it's. I mean, you can't tell your, you can't tell the mother of your child, no, we're not going to do Easter. It's it's happening. So we've got nineteen dresses to choose from, and and candy, and eggs, and all kinds of stuff happening. Jake, are you going to have an Easter egg hunt? Yeah, probably. Usually, my family is all about the brunch. This is this is the part of Easter that I truly embrace. is uh, is the meal, the brunch. Uh, but uh, we did that last weekend because my family's out of town, and uh, my wife's side of the family doesn't really celebrate Easter. So we'll probably do an egg hunt, but we're not really going to do anything special. Did you get your leg of lamb? Uh, no, but I do have one in the freezer. Uh, ready to go at a moment's notice. <laughs> Nothing better at springtime than eating some lamb. Yeah, anytime, Austin. No, you... <laughs> anytime, buddy. Oh, oh man. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Or, or Gordon, is Easter a big deal around your house? You getting the bunny suit out of the closet? Uh, it certainly <laughs> was a big, uh, big deal when my kids were younger, and now I got some grandkids, and uh, I'm sure that there will be some, some unhealthy eating going on and whatnot with the uh, with the Easter eggs. Doesn't but, your Easter uh, bunny stuff the eggs with like hundred dollar bills up there, Gordon? There was Jeez, a problem really? with that. There, there was a pro- Jake, uh, there was a problem. <laughs> no, no, no. What happened was 50s? my wife. My wife got some of those plastic eggs, you know, that break apart, and she was putting what I thought were like jelly beans and maybe a piece of candy in there, and then putting it back together and hiding it around the house and whatnot. And uh, there was one year when when I thought, oh, that's really nice, you know? And so I thought uh, maybe I would take one because <laughs> uh, I knew where the I knew where the Easter Bunny hid the eggs. And so I went and found one and I cracked it open. And there was a $20 bill in there. 
It's a twenty dollar bill. Man, the Easter Bunny must must have had a good year that year. So but I thought that was a I thought that was a little steep, so I kept that one for myself. <laughs> so that Easter so egg I, hunt cost you about four grand, huh? So so, the, so then I started going around checking so many eggs. Uh, I found a few more. Some IRAs, some trust funds. <laughs> Real quick here before we get out to break, Gordon. I think uh, my, the keys to my car were they were in one of the eggs. I I, I just thought, okay. I, so I had a talk with the Easter. I had a talk with the Easter Bunny afterward. I said, you know, I uh, might want to tamp that down a little bit. You know, I don't need the college fund in the Easter egg hunt. Real quick before we get out to break, uh, Paul tweets in, and he says, I'm hard of hearing, so I always have subtitles on. I've watched movies with several friends who complain about them at first, but have since told me they have them on when they watch movies now. So there you go. Uh, Paul's backing you up there, Gordo. Yeah, we'll we, more do next. We, we, we do it too sometimes. I mean, uh, it, yeah, and when there's a heavy dialect or something, that helps you out a bit. 1825 South, 300 West. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 Zone, live from the warehouse. Come see us. We still have some jazz gear for you, although it is going fast. 1825 South, 300 West. And while you're here, of course, check out Prices So Low. It will blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Time for a market update brought to you by your friends at TridayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. How do we uh, do in the markets today, Gordo? All good today, Jake. Uh, the S&P was up uh, nearly 47 points. R-E-S-P-C-E-T. The, the NASDAQ was up a whopping 233 points. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Favorite and one the, ever. And the Dow was up nearly 172 points. Hug me, hold me, love me, and never let me go. All right. So it was a good day across the board. And we got to, to hear a little bit from our, our guy, PK. Yeah. I think you Rarely misspelled you... respect there, though. Huh? I think you did. I think you, For a writer, that kind of surprises me. How do you spell it? R-E-S-P-C-E-T. <laughs> That'd be reptet. Or repcat. Rep, rep set? Respcat. R-E-S-P-C-E-T. Respcat. P-C-E-T. I'm, put, I'm making the C kind of a, an S sound, you know. Then it would be reps, repset. Repset. Right? Resp, resp set. Resp set. Yeah. This might be anyway. the, the dumbest debate you two have ever had. Resp we're not, we're not having it. It's not a debate. R-E-S-P-C-E-T. We're just, we were trying to figure it out. That's all. <laughs> a good day for the markets. Trying to get to the bottom of that. Up and Peter, at huh? them. Yeah. <laughs> good day for the markets. That's good. That's that's terrific for everybody. Couldn't be happier to hear it. Uh, coming up <laughs> right around the corner, we have what's going on. Uh, you want to stay tuned for that. Uh, Ken Palm jumped on with DJ, or I guess no DJ, jumped on with PK this morning, gave his thoughts on the final four. Uh, and then uh, Scotty and Hans were talking some NFL draft. And uh, so we'll get to those right around the corner. It's amazing. Why is it's that amazing. so funny to you? I'll tell you later. Uh, because it's hilarious.
Is there a backstory uh, then? Yes. Oh, yeah, and it's hilarious. And Howard Beck will be on with us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. So busy day on the big show, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. We'll, uh, oh, in fact, Clayton's hustling over here. Busy. Clayton's busy today. We do have jazz gear to give away, uh, so we have some left for you. Come on by and get it. Plenty of T-shirts. Uh, Clayton jumping on with us once again. You're busy. I like it. Man, we're running left and right. I feel like I just ran in the park home run. Uh, we had a, uh, a listener ask a question. You want to start there? Yeah. Uh, our friend you, Chasta Trailer, says, Hey, Spicoli, my daughter is looking for a recliner. Any chance you can give an idea of inventory and prices? I love this. This is one of our best listeners, too. This, really? This guy, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll What's be, his name? Ute Shasta Trailer. Ute Shasta Trailer. He's actually been to the warehouse a couple times. He's dropped by here. He's a good dude. I love you guys as listeners. Listen, right now, I have four recliners in stock. I have two rocking recliners, and I have an all-leather um, reclining uh, recliner. It doesn't rock, but it is a recliner. So I have four in stock. You don't need to wait. You don't need to put you it's here. in the catalog and say, wait four weeks, eight weeks, 16 weeks. Nope, it's here. And my cheapest recliner, I'm starting at four ninety nine. Oh, man, that's a heck of a deal. And I just blindsided you with that, too. You did. Hey, you mentioned uh, it's here. Uh, you guys have lots of stuff here. As this is funny because we're so dialed in with you guys. I, I was following that uh, the ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal. Yep. And I couldn't help but thinking, like, I wonder what this is doing to the furniture industry because like you can't believe there's like global backup. Uh, you know, you can go next door, up the street, or whatever, and Everywhere. you can order something, and it's not going to be here for months. You guys have stuff here. I'm looking at it. You can go back into the warehouse. It's there. In fact, you have too much here. We have stuff here. I've got three trucks parked out that I have to bring in, and then they got to come pick up their trucks. I got inventory. I got to move stuff. So exactly like you're saying, Jake, it's been a nightmare trying to get our hands on product, and now we have product, and I got to make some space, so that means some deals need to be thrown around. Let's make it happen. If you need something for your house, come give us a shot. We've got stuff on your product. and Take it today. Tell me, Gordon. Did you hear that uh, somebody was uh, claiming that the trouble with the ship in the canal uh, was caused by a pharaoh curse, an ancient pharaoh curse? You're kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad that you've been able to maneuver your way around that. Listen, Just a little fun fact. Listen, we cover all our bases here. So no pharaohs <laughs> or even Amazon jungle. Can talk, can talk, uh, any kind of can, whatever you want to call it, are going to spell us. All right, we're going to we're, right. we're going to keep you happy as a customer and try to get you the best deal. I covered my bases down in down in the Amazon jungle. No um, evil spirits of any kind at the warehouse. One time on on ayahuasca, <laughs> I, I I set all of those free, so we're we're chilling. <laughs> all right, come see us, 1825 <laughs> South. 300 West, and of course the adjustable beds, which uh, you were talking about, those deals on the mattresses. I mean, stuff you can't find anywhere. Yeah, of course. If you need a mattress, come find us. Like I said, this weekend through Monday, we're doing that King Cal King starting at $99. So come find us. Make and it happen. Come get a great deal. 1825 South, 300 West, the warehouse. Thanks, Clayton. We appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. What's going on? Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I just thought I had a fun fact. I did not. <laughs>